From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, three opposition parties move to impeach Interior Minister Lee Sang-min over his responsibility for the Itaewon crowd crush. The bereaved families of crowd crush victims clash with the city of Seoul for a third day over an unauthorized memorial altar set up at City Hall. And three bodies have been found following the capsizing of a fishing boat off the coast of South Jeolla Province. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. Three opposition parties jointly submitted a motion to impeach Interior Minister Lee Sang-min to hold him accountable for the government's mishandling of the Itaewon crowd crush that claimed the lives of 159 people. The ruling People Power Party decried the move as an attempt by the main opposition Democratic Party to deflect attention from an ongoing investigation into its chief Lee Jae-myung. Bae Ju-yeon reports. The main opposition Democratic Party, along with the Minor Justice Party and the Basic Income Party, submitted a motion in Parliament on Monday to impeach Interior Minister Lee Sang-min. This came after the majority-holding DP decided to adopt the measure as a party platform at a general meeting of its lawmakers earlier in the day. The main opposition bloc claims the minister had violated the constitution and disaster and safety laws by failing to take appropriate steps in the aftermath of the Itaewon crowd crush last October that claimed the lives of 159 people. The DP also considers the minister to have violated the parliamentary testimony law during a hearing by lying about his ministry's possession of a list of bereaved families and their contact information. DP floor leader Park Hong-gun said his party has decided to defend the values of the constitution and to fulfill its parliamentary duty to uphold the will of the public by holding the minister accountable for the tragedy. The ruling People Power Party accused the opposition of attempting to deflect attention from corruption allegations surrounding DP leader Lee Jae-myung. The DP plans to put the motion to a vote at a plenary session on Wednesday. Passage of the motion by a majority of lawmakers would result in a suspension of the minister's authority until a ruling by the Constitutional Court, an outcome that appears likely with the DP currently holding 169 out of 300 parliamentary seats. However, because the role of prosecutor before the court would be assumed by a PPP lawmaker as the head of the National Assembly's Judiciary Committee, cooperation is unlikely. Pejun Kibis World Radio News. Discord between the families of the Itaewon crush victims and the Seoul city government continued for a third straight day on Monday over the family's unauthorized establishment of a memorial altar in front of City Hall. The Seoul Metropolitan Government notified the families that it would enforce an administrative execution to dismantle the memorial at Seoul Plaza by 1 p.m. Monday unless the families did so voluntarily. Seoul City later said it will respond with rules and regulations but said it won't dismantle the structure on Monday. The families and civic groups are guarding the memorial around the clock, claiming the right to commemorate the victims. After the city government rejected a request to set up the altar in nearby Gwanghamun Square, the families abruptly built the altar on Saturday, a day before the 100th day since the October 29th tragedy, during a commemorative march. The families have rejected the city government's proposal to set up the memorial at Noksapyeong Station, nearby the site of the tragedy. The bodies of three crew members who went missing after a local fishing boat, the Cheongbo, capsized in southwestern waters on Saturday have been found. According to the Mokpo branch of the Korea Coast Guard, two bodies were found at around 11.53 a.m. and 12.03 p.m. on Monday in the boat's living quarters. 
This is in addition to one found at around 3.20 a.m. who was identified as the 64-year-old chief engineer of the vessel. The 24-ton fishing boat carrying 12 crew members, including three foreign nationals, overturned in waters 16.6 kilometers west of Dibichi Island off the southwestern county of Xinan, South Jola province, at around 11 p.m. on Saturday. Three of the crew, reported to be two South Koreans and an Indonesian, were rescued by a nearby boat and taken to the hospital for treatment. The boat is being readied for salvaging. North Korea plans to hold a plenary meeting of the ruling Workers' Party for the second time in two months to discuss agricultural issues amid reports of serious food shortages in the nation. According to the North's official Korean Central News Agency on Monday, the ruling party's Central Committee held a Politburo meeting the previous day and reached a unanimous decision to convene the seventh expanded plenary meeting of the party late this month. The convention of a second plenary session of the ruling party within two months is a significant deviation from the North's standard practice of holding such sessions once or twice a year. The gravity of the food crisis in North Korea was outlined in an assessment released last month by U.S.-based monitoring website 38 North based on analyses of data from the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization and the World Food Program. The observer estimated that the current food shortage in the regime is likely the worst since the Great Famine in the 1990s, when up to 5% of the population is estimated to have died from starvation. The South Korean government has sided with the United States over its decision to shoot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon, urging China to explain the incident in a transparent manner. An official from the foreign ministry said on Monday that it is Seoul's position that an infringement of territorial sovereignty of another state cannot be tolerated under international laws. The official said Seoul understands Washington's concerns and that it has the right to take necessary steps to protect national security. On Saturday, an F-22 supported by other U.S. fighter jets brought down the high-altitude Chinese surveillance balloon in skies over the coast of South Carolina. Beijing, for its part, has protested what it called Washington's excessive response, contending that the balloon was not a spying aircraft, but a civilian craft that had entered U.S. airspace by accident. KBS has found that a presumed weather balloon from North Korea entered South Korean airspace for a few hours on Sunday. A senior military official said on Monday that the soldiers of a frontline unit in Yuncheon County, Gyeonggi Province, spotted the two-meter balloon at around 6.30 p.m. on Sunday using a thermal observation device. The balloon flew at an altitude low enough for the soldiers to clearly identify it when it entered South Korea's airspace. The Joint Chiefs of Staff, which reportedly received an immediate briefing, instructed the frontline unit to simply keep a close eye on the balloon after assessing that it was a weather balloon without giving further orders. The balloon was later spotted by frontline units along the eastern front and reportedly left South Korea's airspace in the direction of the East Sea after a few hours. The government has decided to scrap the safe trucking freight rate system, which had been at the center of a unionized cargo trucker strike that lasted 16 days late last year. The government and the ruling camp convened a meeting on Monday on ways to normalize the cargo transport sector and decided to introduce the standard trucking freight rate system. Similar to the safe trucking freight rate system, the new system would apply for three years and also cover container and cement trucks with an aim to prevent overwork and overloading by guaranteeing minimum freight rates for truck drivers. However, 
The proposed system will eliminate the clause in the previous system that penalizes cosigners who fail to guarantee the minimum rates, essentially rendering it less compulsory. The ruling camp plans to seek revisions to the Trucking Transport Business Act based on the latest decisions reached with the government. The Seoul metropolitan area and Sejong City are taking emergency measures to mitigate fine dust on Monday. From 6 a.m. until 9 p.m., public institutions in the areas that produce a large quantity of fine dust will be subject to decreases in operating hours and rates. Construction sites will also be required to alter work hours and implement anti-dust measures, including using dust prevention covers. The measures were announced in advance by the Environment Ministry on Sunday, as fine dust levels in the western central regions hovered at bad levels. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 42.21 points, or 1.70% on Monday, to close the day at 2,438.19. That's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.